shaking everybody you're listening to another episode of improv tabletop and we're once again doing you you see before you the third installment in our read through of sonic the hedgehog adventure game book three zone rangers by james wallace it gets wild it continues to get wild it's been wild gonna keep getting wild now uh gotta recap fast so last time we checked in with sonic and his good old friend tails they were in the middle of an invasion they were helping some warthogs to defeat some crocodiles they got in there they found the leader and they just insulted him so well that he gave them a chaos emerald and then they stepped into a teleporter and they uh, were way 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 high up above the ground and they ended up falling into two different zones tails ended up in a place that was all covered with snow and ice but wasn't supposed to be covered with snow and ice and he got killed by a shark like three times oh my gosh uh, we did manage to keep him from dying enough times that we would have to like fully lose the game, but it was a little demoralizing for a moment there. Uh, but Tails is no longer about to get eaten by a shark. He's with some people who would prefer to be with Sonic than him. Just ain't that just the way. Uh, meanwhile, Sonic landed in Scrap Brain City, got captured by a bunch of evil cats. He met the, some members of the Resistance, though, and discovered that, uh-oh, one of the members of the Resistance, it's the Badger. Surprise, surprise, he's been giving away their secrets to the enemy. So they they all got gassed, captured, a different type of capturing. Sonic moved from one place of being captured to another place of being captured and was trying to figure out how to escape this cell. Eventually managed to, with the help of some of his friends in the resistance, find a way out of there and he's rushing off into the nighttime of Scrap Brain City. So what the heck is going to happen next? Well, you're just going to have to listen right now, baby. The city is darkening as evening falls. There aren't many people around on the streets, but Sonic knows that if he's seen, he'll be captured and thrown into an even more secure cell, so he must be careful. Should Sonic sneak through the shadows towards the city gates? Should he dash through the streets to the gate as fast as possible? Or should he search for the Chaos Emeralds in the city? Well, one of those said as fast as possible. <laughs> I'm just gonna Here's go out thing. on a limb. If you are too fast to be seen, then you don't need to sneak. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. Part of me wanted to choose going through the shadows just because I feel like that's, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog vibes, uh, uh, but we're not Shadow. No. We're Sonic. Yeah, this is the true man's stealth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we start running, 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 running. The crackle of loudspeakers breaks through the early evening quiet. Attention all inhabitants of Scrap Brain City, blares Galen's voice. A prisoner has escaped. He is blue and very dangerous. Apprehend him at all costs. Something flashes through the air in front of the sprinting Sonic and melts a hole in the road ahead. <laughs> it was a laser beam, and others are flying around his ears. Sonic must roll his quick wits to beat a five to dodge the lasers. That's easy. We're fast. We can beat a five. Yeah, our speed is five. Oh, but we need quick wits. That's a three. I got a five. I'm the You got a five? Perfect. Yeah, boy. If he makes the roll, then the beams flash harmlessly past him, and he sprints onto the gates. Turn to one. Fifty-four. We're faster than a laser. Sonic reaches the gate. It's a metal barrier with a keyhole on one side. In front of it, two guards are talking about the new Chaos Emerald, which, Sonic overhears, has been linked to the city's power system. If he has a key, he can sneak past the guards and unlock the gate. Do we have a key? We have a key! We're just that good, guys. We're just yeah. that 
Good. We can sneak past the guards to unlock the gates. Turn to page 121. We also have the talisman. We have a thin rope and uh, that's it. I'm trying to remember actually, do we still have our red trainers and white gloves or did they steal those from Pretty us? Pretty sure we got those. They stole those, but I feel like it's illegal to go more than like five seconds without those as Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, so I say we, we probably got it back at some point. I don't know, unless, um, if the book doesn't specify at any later point, I'm just gonna assume that we got them back because we're that yeah, good. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Ooh, we need to roll on Sonic's agility to beat a seven to sneak past the guards. Even with the key? Agility is plus two, yeah. You said to beat a seven? Yep. I got a three. <laughs> Ooh, so that is a failure. Okay, so we go to page 205. Oh boy. The cat guards aren't paying attention to their duties and Sonic could sneak past them. Unfortunately, he needs a key for the gate and he can see one. Wait, what? No, no, no. Wait. We have the key, boys. Yeah, what? Yeah, we have the key. Wait, what the, what the, what the heck? I feel like what we the heck, James Wallace. What the heck, game? You said do okay. this. You said you have to sneak past them unless you have a key. We have the key. Ah, no sneaking ah. necessary, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn back to page 154. Sonic over yeah. here is blah, blah, blah. If he has a key, he can sneak past the guards and unlock the gate. Turn to page 121. Roll on Sonic's agility to sneak past. We must have been given the wrong numbers. Let's try turning to page 205. No, that's also bad. We'll just, okay. So here, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm, I'm just going to call in an audible because this is bull pucky. Yeah. It is, certifiably. Here at the end, it says, blah, blah, blah. If he loses a life, blah, blah, blah. If he wins, he grabs a key, turn to page 192. We have a key. So let's just turn to page 192. Am I right? Yeah. Let's go fast, boys. And if it, Come on. And so what if it's a different kind of a key that we have? Yeah. All it said is if you have a key, which we do. Mm -hmm. Everyone who knows anything about <laughs> lockpicking right. knows every key opens every door. Okay, moving on. It's perfect. <laughs> the key turns in the lock. See, this is what I was expecting, James Wallace. You, you <laughs> steered me wrong. Sonic pushes hard against the gate and it opens just far enough for a slim hedgehog to slip out. Mm. The desert outside is dark and Sonic can see the constellations spread out across the sky. Above the horizon, a single bright star winks. In another direction, Sonic can see the faint lights of campfires in the desert dunes. Should Sonic head towards the campfires or follow the star? I, I think good things happen when wise hedgehogs follow stars, so. I do think there is wisdom in that. We'll shoot for the stars. <laughs> Turn to page 58. Before long, Sonic sees a cluster of tents between two sand dunes. There are no lights or fires, no signs of an oasis or well, and no movement. Does he scout around the outside of the camp or walk boldly into the middle of it? Ooh, that's tough, you see, because walking is not really our style. Mm. But maybe we can maybe we can just assume that the scouting will be done quickly. Yeah, yeah. We'll be circling the camp, All right. assume, uh, presumably fast. Yeah, we'll be generating a tornado with our yeah, speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are the dust devil. Sonic ducks down behind the dune and moves around it slowly. What? We would never. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, know about that one. Should we, should we <laughs> no, go no, back no, and do no, 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 it's fine. Wait. <laughs> okay. He can't see any movement from inside the camp, but he gets the feeling that someone or something is down there hiding from him. Looking down, he notices a trail of footprints in the sand leading away from the camp. So if they're walking away, Sonic ponders out loud, does that mean the camp's deserted? Not if just one person was leaving, unless it was a lot of people all walking in each other's footprints. But what sort of people would do that? The sand people. Highly trained warriors, comes Ooh. voice. Don't turn round. It's the Aiel. <laughs> We've been found by the Fremen. This is bad. No! <laughs> Man, three separate sand walking references. 
Yeah. All valid. <laughs> Let's cram them all in, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, Sonic has already turned round, only to find himself facing a group of cloaked figures, each carrying a curved sword that gleams in the starlight. Come quietly or there'll be trouble, says the one in front. Sonic quickly counts the group, and although confident that he can defeat ten warriors armed with ten armed with swords, decides to save his strength for later and is led down into the cluster of tents. Turn to page 125. Maybe these are our homies. Okay. Maybe these are the freedom fighters or something. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we can convince these people that we are Paul Atreides and that we are <laughs> the messiah of our Yeah, practice. we saw a star and followed it. What do you need? From the heat of the desert to the cold of hilltop zone. Ooh, okay, we're back to Tails. Hey! Tails and his friends have traveled far up the glacier towards the top of the mountain. The monkeys are getting tired in their heavy overcoats, but Tails, with his furry coat, leads them onwards and upwards. Finally, the monkeys cannot continue. Stop, they shout, we have to rest. This flat place looks perfect. Wait, shouts Tails, that could be snow covering a... But it's too late. (laughs) The first monkey throws itself onto the snow. There is a cracking noise, the snow slips away, and the monkey starts to slide down into a crack in the ice. A crevasse, finishes Tails. <laughs> should he dash to grab the monkey before it falls into the depths, or should he wait before helping? Yeah, get the monkey! Tails, come on! I mean, Tails isn't as fast as Sonic as we have clearly established. He is yeah. almost as fast. Yeah. So let's give him a shot. Tails is, word for word, Tails is almost as fast as Sonic. In fact, if it wasn't for Sonic, he'd probably be the fastest creature Ooh. on Mobius. But because he tries so hard to be better than his hero Sonic, he often doesn't notice things and trips over <laughs> them or can't steer around them in time. Dang. Maybe he's better without Sonic. Like, don't tell him I said that, but... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so disappointed that he didn't get to meet that one guy, even if he was a traitor. Yeah. Yeah, no, the the little doji wasn't the traitor. Right. He was the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tails dashes to the edge and leaps into the air, trying to catch the monkey by its collar, by the color of its coat. Roll in his speed to beat a nine. We have a speed of five. We just need a four or higher. This is a 50% chance. Fitty, fitty. Get him, Christian. That's a four exactly. Yeah, it is. Ooh, baby. If he makes it turn to 139. Tails grab the monkey's collar and, two, and the two land safely on the other side of the ice canyon. Now the snow has fallen into it, they can see the crevasse stretches for kilometers to the edges of the glacier. Sorry, wow. I'm an American. That would have been How a bad fall. <laughs> uh, a long way. It's kind of like miles, <laughs> but, but different. Yes. Miles per hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. Tails and the rescued monkey. St- uh, Tails and the rescued monkey stare across the crevasse at the others stranded on the other side. Can you jump that gap? He asks them. Not a chance, the monkeys reply. We're exhausted. (laughs) We could jump back, says Tails, but we have to get to the top of the mountain, and only we, too, are on the right side for that. We'll keep going. You see if you can find some shelter or some food. He and the monkey set off up the glacier. Don't worry, we'll be okay, he says. What's your name, young lad? Mildred, says the monkey, and I'm not a lad. If you'd paid more attention, you'd notice that, like you might have noticed that weird plant ahead of us. (laughs) Okay, before we read any further, bets on if that is... A some sort of weird power plant mechanical thing or like a giant beanstalk. I'm thinking Audrey 2 like Venus flytrap type thing. Mm. That's what I'm hoping, it but is... just because we're in a giant <laughs> snow wasteland, I'm going to say it's some sort of robotic plant. Well, the next sentence is, it is a weird plant. Its twisted stem sticks out of the snow and divides into six branches. Whoa! Three have orange flowers with big fleshy petals and the other three dive back into the snow. The plant shudders as if it was shivering. Should Tails and Mildred investigate it or avoid it? 
Let's check out the flesh plant. I, I don't like <laughs> the use of the word flesh. I know, flesh. fleshy petals for vegetation. It's a weird descriptor. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. it just makes me immediately think this thing's going to try and eat my flesh. So Yeah. But at the same time, if I avoid it, maybe I don't get some cool reward. Yeah. I'm all about the reward. It's a chili plant. Let's check them out. Mm, Okay, we'll go to 286. Maybe this flesh-eating plant just wants a little warmth. Maybe it's a buddy. Tails and Mildred get closer to the strange plant, and its trembling and shivering gets more violent. Suddenly, it pulls its three branches out of the snow, and Tails has just enough time to realize that each one is carrying a large snowball before it hurls them at him. Tails and Mildred must each roll on their quick thinking to be a six to dodge the snowballs. Mildred has a quick thinking of two. If either of them fail, ooh. Okay, so they both have to succeed. Oh my gosh, so, this is one of those follower things where like you need to keep the follower alive, yeah. otherwise you have to restart the quest. That These are the worst. And the AI is really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Connor, have you, real quick, have you played the Resident Evil Resident Evil? Yeah, remake yet? Yeah, speaking of horrible AI partners. They haven't improved it that much? <laughs> They improved her a lot. That said, she's still awful. <laughs> oh, Ashley boy. is a garbage friend. Okay. I, oh, dang it. So if we successfully dodge, then we're going to go to exactly the same page we would have gone to if we just avoided the plant in the first place. That was what I was thinking might happen. All right. Well, Tails, your quick wits is plus three. So Christian, go ahead and roll that. Connor, go ahead and roll for Mildred I'm at Mildred a plus two. Monkey. I rolled a five oh. plus three. I got a five. Plus two. Hey! That's a success for both of us! Look at that! Look at that AI! (laughs) We're not getting snowballed by any flesh plants. Yeah, take notes, Capcom. That's how you make a follower. Capcom! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Tails and Mildred walk around the plant, watching it. It quivers and shakes harder if they get near. What is it? asks Mildred. I've never seen anything like it before, Tails replies. It could have come with the snow. Or if there's a Chaos Emerald nearby, that could have changed it. Chaos is all about things becoming unpredictable and bizarre. Thank you for the definition, Tails. I didn't know that. (laughs) Let's get closer, suggests Mildred. We can see if your theory is right. Does Tails agree, or do they carry on through the snow? Okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) I'm getting the vibe. In the first book, it was basically like, hey, go beat up Robotnik and save your friends. This book feels almost like a uh, fetch quest. Like, we're supposed to gather as many Chaos Emeralds as we can, and in the end, the more Chaos Emeralds we have, the fight will be easier. Yeah. That's my vibe. Man, so I'm just like, the circuitous sort of routing of this book, first it's like, you can approach it or you can walk away. If you approach it and succeed, you get the same result as if you would have just walked away. (laughs) But now that we've dodged it and we're walking away, we can choose to go exactly back to the same result that made us dodge it in the first place. Yeah, this is... Yeah. hmm. The, the uh, what do they call it? The, the something of choice. The illusion of choice. The paradox of choice? Yeah, the illusion. Yeah. The illusion yes. of choice, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of that MKBHD video that he did about Apple. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so do we go back towards it or do we carry on through the snow? Ah, I hate this plant. Keep the emerald. I mean, I just think it'll make our final fight a little harder, but we can, Tails We can is... try. You're, you're more Tails. You're, you're kind of in the driver's seat okay. on Tails. I will say in this case, Tails will try. I already have to eat one spicy pepper. <laughs> but since this is my choice to go, well, I will eat a second spicy pepper if it goes bad again. Okay, well, actually, none of us have to eat a spicy pepper yet because we did have three lives for free. Uh, now, if Tails dies if Tails dies a single more time, that's when the spicy pepper is coming Oh, I thought equation. it was three lives, eat a spicy pepper, not three lives, 
and then you eat a spicy pepper. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, so for each extra life that we have to fudge, that means pain for one of us. Love it. <laughs> so we are, we are at the cusp of decision. One more death for Tails, and it's pain time. Okay. IRL. Um, <laughs> this is how Sega. Here's would want where my us dilemma comes in. If in this choice, does it say we should go investigate or Tails should? Because <laughs> if I have to keep this this AI alive, I'm just walking away. Tails has the theory that it could be Chaos Emerald Energy, and we can get closer. Let's get closer. Suggests Mildred. We can see if your theory is right. Cool. Hey, I'm pretty good at Look. being a monkey. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I will I will jump on that grenade and uh, I say we try and get this chaos emerald because we gotta get we gotta get good for the final fight, whatever's coming. Okay, so we're back to 286. Now we roll with quick thinking to try and dodge the snowballs. Wait a second. Wait, wait just a darn second, James Wallace. If we fail, we turn to page 161, which is exactly the same page we would have gone to if we'd just carried on through the snow. So there's no real progress. We we have been trapped in a Bermuda Triangle of James Wallace's twisted mind. <laughs> so if we quote unquote go closer to investigate for the time crystal, it's the same thing as if we'd gone forward initially. And yeah. either way, it always ends up that the only real choice forward is just to walk past this thing. So which, whichever route we take, all of these weird switchbacks and cross paths, it's all going to lead us to page 161 eventually. We, we walk away then. I'm not, yeah, I'm not ignore playing this dang... his sadistic games. <laughs> this sick plant. Oh gosh. You can keep your fleshy petals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so Mildred shrieks as a snowball whizzes past her and she staggers into Tails who falls over. The ground cracks and collapses, sending them plummeting downwards. Ugh, they land in an underground ice chamber. At one side of it is a large humming machine. It reminds Tails of a huge fridge. <laughs> On top of it is a teleporter and connected to it by wires and cables is an orange chaos emerald. Oink! Time to get that chaos emerald, jump in that teleporter and go meet up with my friend Sanic. Oh, but oh, but that it were so simple for you see, tied around the fridge machine are three monkeys. No, not the monkeys. Mildred shrieks with joy and is about to run over when Tails stops her. A dark shape comes lumbering in from a side chamber. It's 10 times as tall as Tails with white tusks and a heavy coat. You might recognize it as a woolly mammoth, but Tails has never seen anything like it before. The mammoth stands in guard of the fridge machine, as if on guard. Okay, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Should Tails and... as if on guard. <laughs> Should Tails and Mildred attack the mammoth, free the monkeys, or make a dash for the Chaos Emerald and the teleporter? We have to take this a we have to take this NPC with us. We can't just leave her to take care of her friends and we go. Let's see. Yeah, whatever is going to happen, it's Tails and Mildred doing it together. I bet we can take him. He doesn't look that tough in my head. Alright. Well, let's take a case, look at the illustration. How does how tough does he look on paper? He looks big. That's a big boy. But Mildred has a spear, so. <laughs> look at those eyes. That is an unhinged mammoth. That mammoth has seen some dark things and wants to <laughs> wants to relive them using tails. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, Connor is the most gung ho about this, so I say if we die, he has to eat the pepper. I'm okay with that. Ooh, I accept. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> we're going to it. fight this big old mammoth. <laughs> die. Page one oh two. Tails knows what he wants. He wants that chaos emerald, and he wants to get out of here with no and wait a second he wants he wants that emerald and he wants to get out of here and no hippie elephant is going to get in his way <laughs> what? the dang hippies what about this thing screams hippie to tails it's got long hair obviously okay yeah fair oh fair. yeah that's what it is <laughs> 
with a yell that is 98% aggression and adrenaline and 2% coldness, tiredness, and frustration, he charges. Tails must use his speed to defeat the lumbering mammoth. It has a rating of 10, but Tails can add one point to his roll for every monkey fighting beside Dang him. Dang it. If the mammoth scores a hit, we should have saved the monkeys. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, th I thought we were saving the monkeys by defeating the mammoth. Well, we haven't, we haven't untied the monkeys yet. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. We can do it. Oh boy, Tails can add one point for each monkey fighting beside him, so we can add one. All right, to be, so to we're fighting with our speed <laughs> My to beat a ten. We, our speed is two. No, no. What? So we can't. What? I we, were we gotta get these fast monkeys. As Sonic. Dang it! Oh, oh frick! Uh, there's no way that we can even hit this thing, so we're just going to assume that the mammoth scores a hit on us, and we have to roll a die. On a one, two, or three, it has hit Tails, who must lose all his rings, or if he has no rings, cross off a life. On a four, five, or six, it has hit one of the monkeys who was knocked out of combat. <laughs> if Tails and the monkeys win, oh gosh. No, Mildred, no. So one thing I'm going to keep in mind, for one, we inevitably have to go back to yes. a, a different starting point. We'll have to keep in mind that if we win, we can either smash the fridge machine or go for the Chaos Emerald. So going for the Chaos Emerald might be a good option for if we have to go back and restart. Agreed. <laughs> so can we roll the die to see if instead he just knocks out a monkey and then we can go save the other monkeys and try fighting him with more monkeys? Uh, you know, let's go with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, say, <laughs> we'll say that's the rule. Go ahead and roll a d6. Roll well. A five. Woo! Okay, it knocks out Mildred. Mildred. There oh, we go. Mildred! All right, let's go save yes. the other monkeys. <laughs> yeah, if I can remember which page we just came from. Uh, give me a second. I'll, I'll figure this out. Through the power of editing, he figured it out in one second. <laughs> yeah, yes. Ba ba ba, 41. Avoid it. One, okay, 161, because that was the thing. All right, so here we are, 161. Do we free the monkeys or make a dash for the Chaos Emerald and the teleporter? We don't have Mildred with us anymore, make so we don't dash. have to worry about her. <laughs> no. Get the monkeys. We'll save the monkeys. They they probably need it. Yeah. Okay, turn to page 244. The monkeys are tied to the base of the fridge machine with ropes fixed in ice, which has set around them like concrete. Ah. Tails tries to work out a way of cutting through the ropes or breaking them or melting them. Suddenly there is a whizzing whistling sound from behind him and he spins around to see a cloud of tiny icicles hurtling towards him. Oh boy. Behind it, the mammoth has its trunk pointed at him. It puffs hard and more icicles fly from its what? trunk? He's an ice man. This thing's got a Gatling gun in its face. <laughs> Does Tails attack the mammoth or dodge the flying icicles? Guess I, we dodge. Yeah, we gotta dodge. We're gonna let die. Attacking the mammoth is bad news. Yes. With a flick of his tail, Tails dodges. Okay, we just do it. <laughs> <Okay>. Nice. <laughs> Cool. The icicles smash into the side of the fridge machine. Why can't we just like actually call it what kind of machine it is instead of just calling it the fridge yeah, machine? Come on. It's a jukebox. <laughs> Tails snatches up one of the icicles and uses its sharp edge to hack away at the ropes holding the monkeys, freeing the three hostages. Now what? asks Mildred, uh, from her <laughs> bloodied pile on the ground beneath the mammoth. She's she's no, she was just very hurt. She's just like, oh no. What now? Yeah. Tails and his friends can attack the mammoth or go for the Chaos Emerald on the fridge machine. I say we just go for the Chaos Emerald, right? Why, why mess with this guy? Yeah, he's mean. Yeah, turn to page 17. Tails dashes towards the fridge machine. The mammoth turns, points its long trunk at them, and blows. A cloud of frozen icicles shoot out, whizzing through the air like darts. That's not fair, Tails complains. Nobody told me he could do that. Except you uh, knew literally a page ago. Yeah, come on, Tails. He must him. 
He must roll against his agility to beat a six to dodge all the icicles. Tails' agility is a two. I can do that. Get it. Do, do I roll? We need a four or higher. Do I roll with monkey? I don't think we can roll with monkey since they're not fighting. Perfect. I rolled a four. Woo! <laughs> oh, okay, if he dodges successfully, does he smash the fridge, attack the mammoth, or keep going for the chaos emerald? Keep going for the chaos... Are we stuck in a loop? I think we gotta kill the mammoth. No, I don't want to kill the mammoth. I just want to get the chaos. He's the last of his kind. Leave him alone. Can we? Can we? (laughs) Can we commune with the mammoth? I'm gonna roll a charisma check. Uh, Oh boy. (laughs) I think we should just go. Let's let's get it. Let's get that dang emerald. Tails can see the chaos emerald on top of the fridge machine, glowing hotter and brighter as he dashes towards it. There's a flash, and three bolts of orange light streak out from it. One of them hits the woolly mammoth, which looks very surprised, turns bright orange, and falls over. Oh. <laughs> I knew it all along. Well, <laughs> this was how we were supposed to kill the mammoth. We could have just gone for the chaos emerald in the first Lesson place. Lesson learned. Uh, one of them just misses Tails, hitting the far ice wall and leaving a glowing orange mark. The last one hits Mildred. She stumbles for a second and stands back up again, but her friendly monkey face has changed into a twisted orange visage of hatred. Well, good thing she's basically unconscious. (laughs) Mildred, are you okay? Asks Tails. Call me not Mildred, declares the mutated monkey. I am Dry Gunug, Dry Gunug, <laughs> the eater of foxes, for so the emerald has made what? me. What? Now we fight. She attacks. Mildred! No. We're homies. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. She can attack all she wants. She's so hurt that mm-hmm. she can't really do anything. All right. Tails must use his speed to fight her, and she has a rating of eight. Are you joking? Ooh, I have to boy. roll a six? We have monkeys with us. I'm calling an audible. We get a plus three to this roll because we got three monkeys helping us fight Mildred. Mon- we got monkey inspiration <laughs> And plus, she was already very hurt yeah, by that yeah, mammoth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the crystal healed yeah. her a bit, but... Okay, so we're rolling with plus five. I rolled a six. Woo! Okay, oh, we didn't yeah. even need to. <laughs> we don't need no monkey. Okay. If he wins, Mildred's face suddenly relaxes back into its old form and Tails puts her carefully on the ice. She'll be okay. Now, does he grab the emerald or jump straight into the teleporter? We put her on ice. Hey. Wait. Ayo. We, we, the, there's an option to just leave the emerald now? Let's get there that. Is. Why would we do, we just worked so hard. Yeah. We're going to grab the chaos emerald and then jump yeah, through the we thing. We just killed Farfel Nugan the fox eater, so let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Tails leaps onto the machine and climbs towards the emerald. It fires two more bolts of light at him, and he must dodge oh. them. Rolling his agility to beat a six. Our agility is a two. Mamma mia. All right, that's a three. Plus two is five. Ah! Uh, Do we have dang any rings? It. If he fails the chaos... Oh, if he fails, the chaos light will mutate him. <laughs> Roll one die and count down the abilities on Tails' sheet until you find one... Uh, until you find that one, speed is one, strength is two, and so on. Okay, so roll a d6. He's going to get faster than Sonic. Yeah, he is. I hope this is a good thing. A one. Ah. A one. It's our oh, no. speed. <laughs> if that ability is more than two, it goes down to two. If it was a two before, it goes up to yes! a five. So We're as fast as Sonic. Oh <laughs> Guys, this is only working out yeah, well boys. for us, actually. So I cannot can believe this turn of events. Wow. <laughs> Tails is so much more stacked yeah. than Sonic. He's got five speed, five strength. Dang. Yeah, Tails <laughs> They is learned the a thing or two in Greenland. <laughs> All right. 
The Changed Tales rips the emerald from the wires. Turn to page 47. That's my favorite one you've rolled this whole time. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, man. The emerald is incredibly hot. Tails can feel the heat through his gloves and knows that what, and he knows he has to get it away from the wires and cables around it as soon as possible. He dashes across and leaps towards the teleporter. There's a familiar flash of bright white light and a fez. Turn to page 277. Come on, let me just rejoin my buddy now that I'm better than him. <laughs> Leaving Tails in the middle of his trip by teleporter, we return to our hero, Sonic who right at this moment is being dragged towards a large tent in the center of the outcast's camp. Oh yeah, I forgot. We just like gave ourselves up to these guys. <laughs> you could let me walk, he protests. It's more dignified. No, you're not going to let you walk. We're going to let you run. <laughs> run, Sonic. Run. Sonic is forgetting all about who he is and Dude, what he stands for. this is your main for. character trait. Come on, don't say the W word. <laughs> yeah. The W word. <laughs> <laughs> Dragging is traditional, replies the guard, <laughs> tugging him into the tent and throwing him onto a large mat. Sonic looks up to find his way out, blocked by guards of all species with swords of all types. In front of him, in the middle of the tent, is a tall dog, dressed in the white robes of the desert people, with a belt of gold around his waist. As he bends down to look at Sonic, the hedgehog notices that the dog has pointed ears that remind him of someone else he has met recently. I am Ravis, leader of the outcasts, he said, and you have come to, from the city to spy on us. No, I haven't, Sonic exclaims. I came here to warn you about what's happening in the city. Your spies have been captured. If you know what's happening in the city, you must be from there, interrupts the dog. And since all the city dwellers hate us, you must be an agent for them. Either you will tell us the truth, or we will torture it out of you. You will admit you are a spy, or die. Oh, what a conundrum. <laughs> okay. Does Sonic admit to being a spy even though he isn't, or let the outcasts torture him? Hmm. I say we let them torture us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will just Sonic we does will still have three lives. The pain so it doesn't touch yeah. us. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. That's how it works. <laughs> Outrun the pain. <laughs> Torture me, says Sonic. I'll never admit I'm a spy because I'm not. You can break my body, but you can't break the truth. <laughs> Good, says Rabbis. Uh, he lifts Sonic off the floor. You have the spirit of a true hero. None of those who live in the city would ever be so brave. You said you knew what was. Oh, oh, so that, that was, was the right answer. <laughs> they were just. They were gaslighting us. <laughs> I do want to uh, say, I want a shirt now where Connor Wood has drawn Sonic to the best of his abilities that just says, outrun the pain. <laughs> uh, I think it would look exactly how you imagine it would. Oh, boy. You know, we can make that part of the next there sticker we go. pack. <laughs> so, uh, Ravis is like, yeah, bla you're brave, blah, blah, blah. You said you knew what was happening in the city. Tell me, did you speak with my agents there? Quickly now, he demands. If Sonic, if Sonic shows number three's talisman to Ravis... Oh, so we've got the talisman. We can turn it to him. Yeah. All right, turn to page 292. Ravis takes the talisman from Sonic. This belongs to my son, he says with emotion <laughs> in his voice. He is one of our agents in the city. He clearly has great trust in you. Tell me everything. Sonic tells the outcast leader everything about Galen, the two Chaos Emeralds, and the way the outcast spies were betrayed by number one. Ravis nods in understanding. That changes things, he says. We were going to attack the city tonight, but I must rethink our strategy. I will still lead our main assault on the front gates of the city, but you shall lead six of my elite warriors to the city's rear wall. Wait until we launch a flare into the sky, then climb the wall and head for the high tower. We will not win the battle unless you can get the Chaos Emeralds away from there. Will you do it? Sonic nods, and Ravis slaps him on the back. Excellent fellow. Please have these ten gold rings. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks. 
Man, we now have 19 gold rings for Sonic. Sonic takes them, and Ravis continues. One of these days, I'm gonna have to figure out the lore reason as to why it doesn't matter how many rings you collect, one hit, you still lose them all. It's a metaphor for gambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gambling and pain, it's all connected it somehow. Is. Deep stuff here. <laughs> okay, Ravis continues. I will give you your weight in diamonds and bless you with many wives once we have won, he proclaims. <laughs> Sonic, po Sonic politely refuses that offer, but goes outside to meet the warriors. Mark down six warriors on Sonic's vital statistics and turn to 119. Maybe we can marry one of them later. Maybe if we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Amy's going to be pissed. No, Sally Acorn's going to be pissed. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I guess they both will be because, I mean, he's already cheating on both of them with each of the other ones, and now he comes out with his six warrior wives? That's just a bad situation for Sonic. Okay, the outcast army is assembled outside. They are of all species and carry many different weapons, from swords to laser pistols, but Sonic can tell that behind their disordered appearance is a strength of spirit that makes them a fearsome fighting force. Rabbis introduces Sonic to the soldiers who will be fighting alongside him. We are honored, they say. This will be a great this will be the great grandmother of all battles. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but okay. If you say so, guys. <laughs> Ravis gives a command and the army starts the long march across the desert. Sonic, walking along with the others, can see a blue-green glow on the horizon in the direction of the city. The glow grows brighter as they get closer, but the high city walls hide its source. Ravis taps Sonic on the shoulder. We go to the far side of the city, he says, and wait for our signal. We will attack in an hour. Sonic and his troops run off across the sand, leaving the army behind. An hour is a long time if you're waiting for something, especially in the dark. Sonic is sure that the time has passed, but he can't hear a battle. Could Galen's forces have captured the entire army? It's possible, he thinks. The blue-green glow is making him jumpy. Does Sonic give the order to attack, or does he wait? Well, he's not going to wait, I can tell you that much. There really isn't a choice. You have to do the thing that is not waiting. We have to go fast. If you'll if you'll take a quick detour over to our general chat, I've got our next... Oh, <laughs> yes. I, there it, it is. is. Outrun pain. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm actually not sure based on the timeline of when these episodes are being released if this will be released by the time we do our... <laughs> our next uh, sticker yeah. pack. So we might release that sticker pack. People are going to see this Outrun the Pain <laughs> sticker and they won't know what it's about until afterwards. <laughs> I honestly hope oh, that's the man. way it works out. <laughs> we'll have to see. Outrun we the Pain and see. the release oh, schedule. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so we are going to give the order to attack 237. Okay, let's do it, orders Sonic. One of the soldiers throws a grapple. It hooks onto the top of the wall, and she climbs up it. By the time Sonic has followed her up, the leader has fixed another rope here, this one leading down to the dark city street below. Sonic slides down it as quietly as he can. There's still no sound of battle from the front gate. He lands in the street and looks around him as the soldiers slide down behind him. Suddenly, a huge shape pounces out of the shadows, landing in front of them. It seems to be wearing clothes ten sizes too small, and it makes strange mewling, growling sounds. Do Sonic and his soldiers attack, talk to it, or quickly climb back up the rope and wait outside the city for the signal? We can talk to it, be like, hey, buddy, come here. Hey, come on. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty. All right, we'll turn to page 116. We're not going to attack you, says Sonic. We came in peace. Sort of. What's your name? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> We're invading in what peace. A qualifier. <laughs> 
The strange beast growls and howls and Sonic hears answering howls in the distance. In the moonlight, he can just see its face, which looks oddly like a cat's, but its fur is a strange green-blue color. Did the Chaos Emeralds change you into this? asks Sonic. The beast roars with anguish and staggers forward, smashing at them with muscled arms. Turn to page 45. We came in peace mostly. It's the Sean Chan. <laughs> I get the vibe. Oh, this is one of those illusions of choice. Yeah. We could have attacked or talked, but we're going to get attacked anyway. Yeah. Okay. Sonic and his soldiers must fight the beast. Sonic will have to use his strength, but he can add one point for each soldier with him. Sonic's strength is two. But he has six soldiers, right? He has six soldiers, so we're going to be rolling with plus eight. The beast has a rating of 10. Oh, shoot. Okay, so yeah, we actually only have to get a two or okay, higher. Okay, let's see. We got a... Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> we got a two. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Okay. If Sonic and the Warriors win, turn to page 157. That was a quick right. battle. Well, we're just that good. What can we say? Yeah, true. A bright flash explodes in the sky. The flare signal that they were supposed to wait for. Oops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Either Ravis... <laughs> Either Ravis and his forces were late or Sonic was early. Which one do we think it is? Sonic was early. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's fast. He gotta go fast. He, he gotta. He gotta be early. Sonic spots the tower that the others call the High Tower. Blue-green light floods from its windows, making it look like an eerie lighthouse. Do Sonic and his soldiers head for the tower, the gates, or the prison? Uh, I forgot the plan already. What was the plan? <laughs> I don't honestly remember, but I know that Chaos Emeralds are going to be up in that tower. Yeah, I want to go for the tower. I, I forget what the plan was, but I'm going to go for the There's part of me that's like, <laughs> maybe we should go to the gates and let everybody else in. Was that how it was supposed to work? Maybe. Yeah, let's do that. Come on. Let, let, let's go let it's, them in, guys. Come on. Okay, Connor yeah, is more the Sonic character, so <laughs> we'll go let him in. All right, we're going to go 196. As Sonic approaches, he can see the gates are swinging on their hinges, blown apart by an explosion, and Ravis and his army are inside the city. The outcast leader spots Sonic and his soldiers. What are you doing here? He splutters. Some secret sneak attack you are. You should be at the high tower cutting off the cat's power supply. Oh, oops. I guess we were supposed to go to the tower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just, I just thought you needed help, okay? Sonic replies. I don't need any help, Ravis growls, knocking out an attacking cat with the hilt of his sword. Just go and fulfill your mission. Okay. Sorry, we forgot. We got bored and... and <laughs> Sorry, I got bored anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy now do we head for the tower or do we free the outcast agents from the prison instead i mean he was kind of rude let's do that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can just imagine like we turn to page 93 you start walking towards the prison <laughs> ravis is walking alongside you what the heck are you doing i'm gonna go rescue my son you go to the friggin tower <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we gotta uh, do that. <laughs> I mean, I want to check it just to see and make sure if that's right. what happens. So now this is an episode of What If with Sonic. With Snack. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm glancing through it, and that is not what happens. Actually, it, it is like a separate thing. Oh well, Connor, you're the Sonic boy. Let's go. Tower. Let's go save them. Come on, guys. Let's go save the prisoners. That's my Sonic voice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> The door of the prison is locked, but there's a barred window next to it. You, Sonic says to the toughest warrior, bend the bars so we can get in. The soldier grips the bars, heaves, and twists them as if they were made of warm wax. That's wow. incredible. <laughs> Sonic turns to look at you. Don't you love being in control, he asks. <laughs> yes. What? Yes, Sonic, I do. <laughs> 
I really like the, that. Aren't you really enjoying this power fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> Bet you can't wait for book three. <laughs> I think book three is called Sonic and Zonic. <laughs> wait, there is a book three? Oh, wow. Yeah, there is. I'm actually, I'm going to look it up real quick. There are th six books total. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah, it's something about Sonic and Zonic. Uh, Zonic is an elite zone cop, and Sonic the Hedgehog's counterpart from the counterpart from the No Zone, a place ninety degrees from everywhere. Okay. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Th that's for a future time. Right, right now, uh, we're living out a power fantasy in James <laughs> Wallace's nightmare brain. Okay, the gap is too narrow for the warriors, but Sonic climbs through, retraces his steps to the cell where he was imprisoned, and undoes the bolt on the door. Inside are number two and number three. Number four, shouts number two. Sonic, shouts number three. What's going on? Your dad's invading the city, says Sonic, and he needs our help. Suddenly, the doorway is blocked by a furry blue-green shape. It looks vaguely feline, only much bigger, and as it turns to stare at Sonic, he recognizes it as the ugly guard, but double the size and twice as hideous now. It howls and kicks out at him. Sonic must fight it off to leave the cell. He will use his speed against the beast rating of 10, and Sonic can add two points to his roll because number two and number three are fighting on his side. So that is with a plus seven. Oh man, okay. We just need to roll a three or higher. What about our warriors? Are they not with us anymore? No, they're stuck outside. Ah. We got a six, boys. Hey! If Sonic and the Outcasts win, turn to page 144. Let's get out of here, says number two. <laughs> Wait, says Sonic. He opens a cabinet on the corridor wall, and inside are 10 rings and a crowbar. Okay. He just knows that they're there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we at? 20 something rings now? We're at 29 rings. How many rings do we get an extra life? And can we give that to Tails? Uh, we have to get 100 rings to get an extra life. We're almost there. <laughs> is that mechanic built into this as well or just in the video games? Uh, it's built into this as well. Oh. Yeah. It says it specifically on the sheet. Love it. The three go back to where Sonic's warriors are waiting. Where now? They ask. Does Sonic head towards the high tower or the gate? <laughs> tower. I could see That's in your eyes you right. the gate. I did. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> we get back to the gate and it's just exploded. Number three's dad is rushing in and we're like, wait a second, weren't you already in here? What are you doing? <laughs> 21. Nobody stops Sonic and his companions on the way to the high tower. The streets are deserted and the blue-green light from the overhead casts an eerie pall over the city. There's only one entrance to the tower, a heavy wooden door reinforced with iron bars. It stands open, and Sonic and his friends slip into the hallway. There is no sign of anyone. There is a closed door here, and a stone staircase leads upwards. Sonic looks around, but all he sees are scratches in the stone walls, which look like claw marks, and two gold rings on the floor. He can take these. We're at 31. We're, we're heading towards that extra life, but we gotta give it to Tails. <laughs> Should he and his companions open the closed door or climb the stairs? My gut is saying if we open that closed door, there's another mutant cat behind it. Yeah, let's go up. Up, 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 up to the heavy side layer. It's almost like going fast. The stairs end in a steel door. Sonic grips the handle and can feel it vibrating as the door opens. Inside, the room is filled with bright blue-green light. Coming from the middle of the room, where the two Chaos Emeralds hang in mid-air, spinning round each other in a slow orbit. Gazing at them are two of the cat beasts Sonic saw in the city. They look around at the hedgehog, and with a jolt, Sonic recognizes them. One is Galen, hideously swollen and transformed, his fur now a lurid, lurid blue-green color. And the other one is not a cat, it's a badger. Number one, the guy who betrayed us. Traitor. Yes, I would uh, like you guys to take a look real quick at this illustration. Let's see him. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, he looks pretty scummy. Those are like the most wretchedly tormented individuals I've ever seen. Is yeah, he wearing a backward baseball cap? Uh, maybe. It's he's or is that a crown? Uh, it might be a crown because he's like the king of the cap people. <laughs> but yeah, like their faces are melting, I think. Nice. It's pretty grotesque. Yeah, it's a bad time. Anyway, around the walls of the room are strange machines and odd equipment. Probes, readouts, computer banks, stabilizers, and transformers. On the far wall of the room is what looks like a teleporter, although Sonic can't be sure. Galen bends to pick up a long metal pole from the floor. Grasping it like a club, he and number one move towards Sonic's group. What should he do? Should we run to the teleporter? If we have a net, we can use it to grab the emeralds. We don't have a... Dang it. We can't grab the emeralds because we don't have a Probably net. Probably in that stupid door. Oh, we can grab the emeralds with our paws if we want to, or we can attack Galen and number one. Is there an option to check if any of the transformers around the edge are free spin? Oh, <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. I'm putting the kibosh on that right here right now. There's no free spin in Mobius. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I'm with Connor. We grab with our bare hands. We don't have our gloves back yet, actually. We only have our... Nope. our our big meaty hedgehog hands. <laughs> Look at the illustration. We've got our, our white gloves and our we red trainer. The illustrator given back to us. <laughs> yes. All right. Turn to page fifteen to grab the emeralds with our glove covered paws. The emeralds are giving off so much heat and light that it's hard to even look at them. Sonic half closes his eye, his eyes, and speeds across the floor towards the spinning, flashing shapes. Suddenly, two bolts of light streak out from them: one blue and one green, and shoot across the room. If Sonic has more than two friends with him, we do. We have eight friends with us. We can turn to page 295. The two bolts of light streak over Sonic's head and into his friends still standing by the door. They scream, clutching at their heads and begin to change before Sonic's eyes. Their bodies swell and grow. New muscles bulge on their arms and legs and their clothes rip and fall away. Oh boy. Within seconds, two different creatures are standing there. They snarl, gnash their new fangs and dive towards Sonic. He must fight them. Sonic must use his strength to fight off these mutated chaos creatures. Oh boy. They have a rating of seven each, but Sonic can add one point to his roll for each of his friends who haven't been mutated yet. So we still have six friends. Our strength is two. So we're rolling plus eight. And their score is seven. We can't lose. Can't lose. Won't lose. We got a four. (laughs) Booyah. Okay. If he beats his former friends, he can either keep going towards the emeralds or fight Galen and number one. Keep going towards... Yeah, ignore those melty guys. Yeah. Page 187. Sonic races towards the emeralds. Galen and number one step in his way, their arms outstretched to grab him. Sonic puts one foot on Galen's arm and one on number one's shoulder and leaps straight towards the emeralds. He hurdles between them and thwack, thwack, catches an emerald in each paw. They're scorching. His gloves are smoldering and his paws feel like they're being roasted. Roll on his coolness to beat a nine. Oh, because he's got to cool down the crystals. Well, guess what? Our coolness is our second best attribute. That's a plus four. So we just need to roll a five or higher. That's not very likely. It's a one in three chance. Okay, that is a five. Oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect. Okay, turn to page 122. With a cooling chaos emerald in either paw, Sonic glances over his shoulder. The creatures mutated by the emeralds are shrinking and sliding back into their normal forms, and Sonic is sure they'll be okay in an atmosphere untainted by chaos. He dashes to the teleporter and leaps under it, but there's no bright white light or fez noise. Sonic looks desperately across to the other side of the room, where his friends are standing. How do I get this thing to work? He shouts. Kick it, comes the reply. (laughs) 
Can I kick it? Yes, yes you can. Can I oh, kick boy. it? Sonic gives the machine a good boot and fazam! He appears in midair and tumbles a few centimeters, landing on something soft. Oof! Get off, it goes. Sonic picks himself up. Tails, he exclaims. What are you doing here? And why are you suddenly so much faster than I am? <laughs> I got here about five seconds ago, complains the fox. I've had an adventure with ice and a robot shark and monkeys on a giant fridge. Am I a real hero yet? Not yet, says Sonic. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Okay. Sonic, you son of a... Give him, give him I'm this. I'm faster than you now. Give him this victory. Sonic, that is your real name. Ugh. Not yet, says Sonic, unless you can do better than these. He shows him the two Chaos Emeralds, then looks around. Where are we anyway? They're in a small room with bright white panels on the walls. In one corner lie two gold rings, which they can take. All right. Uh, let's give those ones to Tails. Tails now has 17 rings. There is also a single door, which as they watch, slides open. Someone steps into the room. It looks like a human being completely covered in silvery metal. Do Sonic and Tails attack it or talk to it? Wait, a human being? That's that's the strangest thing we've seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. A human being completely covered in metal. Maybe it's just a monkey and it looks sort of humanish. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. It's Mildred. She's come back <laughs> for revenge. <laughs> Get her! Let's, uh, I, I vote attack. I don't like humans or metal. So. <laughs> yeah, as we learned in book one, nothing metal is a friend of yeah. Sonic's. Okay, turn to page 23. A robot, shouts Sonic. He swings and knocks the robot's head off. It bounces to the floor and the silver beam picks it up and refits it on his neck. Oh no. That wasn't very polite, it says. I was about to welcome you to our space station and tell you that I am R055, or Ross to my friends. But I shan't now, so there. <laughs> Sonic and Tails are taken aback by the self-reconstructing petulant android, but Sonic retains enough presence of mind to think of a question or two. What does he ask? Does he ask, who built you? How do we teleport out of here? Or do you know how to dispose of unwanted chaos emeralds? Maybe start with who built you, because if we get Robotnik, then we'll just kick him again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 159. Who built me, echoes Rosk, your old friend, Dr. Ovi Kintobor. Oh, do you guys know this wait, lore? Wait, wait, is this like Tails' mentor? So this is like way back in the day. This is like the origin story of Sonic. Dr. Ovi Kintobor was a kindly scientist who befriended Sonic, took him under his wing when he was an orphan, and unfortunately, one of his experiments went drastically awry when a scrambled, like a rotten egg got caught up in the mix somewhere and turned him into the evil Dr. Ivo oh, Robotnik. Oh, that's deep. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Robotnik used to be our friend? He used to be a homie, but now he's part egg and he's evil because of it. <laughs> he was basically our father figure. Where is this lore? Are there comics? Go ahead and go to YouTube, look up Brian David Gilbert Unraveled Sonic, <laughs> and you will find all the details you need. The deepest of dives. Will I find more than yes. I want to know? Yes. Yes, you will. So, blah, 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 Dr. Ovi Kintobor. You mean Robotnik before he became Robotnik? Asks Tails. That's him, replies Ross. Sonic knew him then. 
Ovi discovered the Chaos Emeralds too, although that was a mistake. He was trying to neutralize all the chaos in the world, but his machines overloaded and turned him into Robotnik. Now he's trying to undo all the good work he ever did. He built us to crew this space station, Station Eerie, to monitor Mobius's surface and to watch the warps of confusion. Later on, Robotnik hid the emeralds in the warps so Sonic couldn't find them, but he did! Of course, says Sonic, I'm a hero! <laughs> now do we ask how do we teleport out of here, or how do we get rid of these Chaos Emeralds safely? Probably get rid of them. Yeah. I don't think Supersonic exists yet. Wha how much crossover is there between Dragon Ball Z and Sonic? Sonic is kind of Goku. Chaos <laughs> yeah. Emeralds are Dragon Balls. So. Okay. Yeah, you, you have to collect all six Chaos Emeralds, and then your hair turns yellow and gets very yes. spiky. Is that for real? And you fly, yes. That's for real. It's very for real. <laughs> He goes, he goes Super Saiyan, or Supersonic, if you want to <laughs> yeah. be pedantic about it. <laughs> Let's see. Chaos, Emeralds Ross asks, no problem, we'll put them in the warps of confusion. Do what? Tails asks, mystified. The warps, Sonic explains. They were the special zones around Mobius. You wouldn't remember. We hadn't started to hang out together yet. That's right, says Ross. Robotnik didn't build the warps, but he used them to hide the emeralds from Sonic. Once something is in a warp, it's almost impossible to get it out. So how do we put them there? Sonic asks. Two ways, Ross answers. Either we lend you a spacecraft and you can do it, which is risky because you don't know the way, or we'll do it for you. It's what we were designed for. Do we do it ourselves? Do we let Ross do it? Or do we ask him if there's another way out of the space station? I don't want to trust I was him, but say, I feel like we should. Yeah. I am suddenly incredibly suspicious it's of Ross. It's a little sus. He probably has like some backdoor protocol that Dr. Eggbutt is... is utilizing what if we just let him do it yeah so he destroys the world we're not on it right yeah, now not our circus not our monkeys <laughs> again oh, not oh, our monkeys. this is our new circus come on tails we live here now uh oh, i don't know what do you guys think my vote is let him do it just to see what happens yeah sonic's a hero but he doesn't like responsibility <laughs> okay we'll, we'll let the robot do it Get to page no kindly robot built by our nemesis <laughs> slash dad <laughs> You won't regret this, Ross says. We'll do an excellent job. We were built for it. Computer display charts. Behind him, a, a section of the wall darkens and a star chart for the surrounding area of space appears. We are here in orbit around Mobius, says Ross, pointing. Here are the six warps of confusion, much closer to the planet. Between us and them is a belt of rocky asteroid asteroids created when Ovi Kintobo blew up a small moon. Okay. Wait, what? Ah! I thought you said he was a good guy, Tails exclaims. He was, says Ross. He was also absent-minded and clumsy. Good is a variable term. <laughs> oh my gosh. He did an oopsie while sciencing and destroyed a moon. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so Ross, Sonic, and Tails study the charts and work out the best course for their journey, then leave the room to prepare. Turn to page 288, which I'm pretty sure is exactly the page we would have gone to if we just decided to do it ourselves. Awesome. Oh, but maybe now we'll get a bonus, like, if he came with us kind of a yeah. thing. Mm. Okay. This way, Ross says, and leads them down a passageway, past rooms where other androids are working, to a large empty chamber. This is the changing room, he says. What's he going to change us into, wonders Tails. Sonic shushes him as Ross speaks into the empty air. Computer, one hedgehog-sized spacesuit and one fox-sized spacesuit with extra tail room, he says. A concealed door swings open with a concealed hum. A concealed hum? The concealed door must concealedly hum. It is yes, the way. Yes, of course. And two white suits emerge on hangers. You may need them. 
things out there are rarely what they seem, and in space, no one can hear you shout for help. Okay. Okay, this guy oh is boy. incredibly ominous. <laughs> Sonic and Tails start to slip into the suits, which fit perfectly. Suddenly, there is a knock as if someone is rapping on the door. Come in, says Ross, but the door does not move. The knocking comes again. I said come in, Ross repeats, raising his voice. I'm not coming in, I'm coming out, shouts a little voice. A section of metal on Ross's stomach dents, then splits in two. Half of it falls to the floor, trailing wires. From inside the android's body, a small red robot leaps to the floor, sprints to where Sonic and Tails have left the Chaos Emeralds floating while they are putting on their suits, grabs them, and dashes out into the corridor. Hey! Get back here! So, yeah, he had a little back door. Oh, gosh. Should Sonic and Tails give chase immediately or finish putting on their spacesuits? Ooh. I feel like he's probably going to, like, depressurize yeah. the entire place, and then our eyes are going to bulge out, like in that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes yeah, to Mars. Yeah, I mean, that's totally 100% what's going to happen. We don't want to pull an Arnold. Let's get these bad boys on, then we can out fast him. Yeah, okay. it doesn't matter how far ahead he gets. We're fast. And now we're equally fast. Yeah, <laughs> All right, page 80. Ross crumples to the floor. What was that? He asks faintly. I've never seen it before. Chase after us, please. <laughs> We're about to, replies Sonic. The two animals grab their helmets and dash out. Turn to page 135, which is the page we would have gone to otherwise. Amazing. So, thank goodness we finished putting on our spacesuits <laughs> because that's definitely going to come back to bite us Wait. if we hadn't. The corridor is lit by flashing alarm lights. Sonic and Tails almost trip over an android lying against the wall with a hole in its metal skin. There is no sign of the small red robot or the emeralds. Should Sonic and Tails go left, right, or talk to the android? You can ask him. Hey, yeah. what happened? Knowledge is power. The android looks up. Tonic, Sails, I'm a big fan of yours, it says weakly. Oh boy. I was bringing you a cup of tea when a red thing dashed past me carrying some chaos emeralds, and then another one jumped out of... Oh dear. It looks sadly at the hole in its chest. <laughs> Which way did the one with the emeralds go? Sonic demands. To the right, the android points. The other one ran off to the left. Okay, the one with the emeralds went to the right. The other guy went to the left. Okay, Sonic and Tails aren't stupid enough to split up, so which way do they go? Left or right? We go right. We chase the emeralds. Right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to turn to the right. And I'm sorry, we aren't stupid enough to split up. Didn't we spend the vast majority of this book split up? <laughs> we did, they in are fact. Stupid enough. Because Sonic deliberately decided not to go back and save Tails as they were flying <laughs> down out of the sky. Sonic, I'm going to say it. Sonic's a bad He's friend. He's kind of a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This book is so long. Holy cow. Okay. Sonic and Tails dash down the corridor. It twists and turns through the space station, but from time to time, they catch a glimpse of the fleeing red robot's heels that let them know they're going in the right way. Suddenly, a voice breaks in. Pardon me for interrupting your jog, it says, but the space station is under attack. You must evacuate immediately. Follow the flashing signs to the escape pods, please. Do Sonic and Tails keep chasing the robot or follow the signs to the escape pods? We chase. Yeah. Yeah. We made sure to put our helmets on. We'll be we'll be perfectly fine yeah. if this thing goes south. Yeah, if blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, chase the robot, page 191. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink real quick.
You know, Sonic just is a wild time. You think it's going one way, and then all of a sudden there's a spaceship and there's robots. It's, it's weird. Well, there's one more episode, everybody. Just one final to round out this book. So before we get to that, though, I'm going to leave you with another little fun fact about James Wallace, the author of this book. So did you know that there is more than just one podcast host? I am not the only podcast host in the world. Turns out there are a bunch of others. One such podcast host is James Wallace, the author of Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure Gamebook 2 Zone Rangers. He is one third of the Ludo Narrative Dissidents podcast. If you understand the meaning behind that name, you have my admiration. It's a very, very geeky gaming reference. Uh, but yeah, he gets together with a couple friends and they dig deep, deep, deep into the mechanics and stuff about various tabletop RPGs. They talk about their experiences in the industry because James Wallace owns a publishing company called Hogshead Games. Look at that. So yeah, it turns out he's done a lot of really cool stuff in the RPG space, and I'm actually developing a great amount of appreciation for him, and my uh, opinion of him has not been tainted by this book he wrote when he was very, very, very young a very long time ago. Well, anyway, we got one more episode coming up. Watch for that next month. In the meantime, much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. never seen anything like it before, Tails replies. That was just Sonic on the other <laughs> side yeah. of the map. He's <laughs> really running. <laughs> <laughs>